battle for our culture here in the United States heats up, as the battle for our future here in the United States heats up, um, it can well be seen being played out in pop culture, which is uh, one of the reasons that I cover it so closely. I've said this many times before on my show, that what happens in pop culture is uh, it precedes what happens in politics. And the it's, it's only just now occurring to me uh, and sometimes I'm kind of slow on the uptake. Ask my wife, she'll tell you. Um, that the, the politicians know this. They're aware of this fact that, uh, or how important pop culture is. The reason that they are trying so hard to hang on to control of uh, the, the the network, uh, the broadcast networks like CBS, ABC, uh, NBC, and then the news networks, CNN, MSNBC, um, CNBC if they're still around, I don't even know, uh, even Fox News now, and 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 the reason that they have intensified in outlets like Disney, et cetera, et cetera, is because that is how they have controlled the public for so long. Probably the worst thing that ever happened to them is the Internet. Because the Internet gave we the people access for widespread communication widespread, open, honest communication all across the United States, all across the world that they did not control. Previously, uh, like when I was a kid, and this tells you how far this goes, how far I go back. When I was a kid, you had three major networks. That's all. You had three channels, three VHF channels on, and kids who are listening, you're not even going to know what I'm talking about. But you had three channels on the TV, and you turned a knob to change the channels. And then there were, uh, I don't know, maybe four? I don't remember any uh, UHF channels, uh, one of which was PBS. So the main networks that you could watch were ABC, NBC, CBS, and PBS. That, that was pretty much it. And then you had on UHF, you had the local, the, the really local channels. Um, and, and they controlled all of it. So whatever news you saw, that was the approved news coming from the, uh, the elite. Okay. And the thing that gets me, this really gets me, folks, I never believed in the conspiracy theories until very recently. I never believed in the conspiracy because they say 2020 is hindsight, okay? When I was serving in the military, I firmly believed in what I was doing, 100% believed in. I was willing to lay down my life to protect this nation and what we were doing. And I really believed in the global war on terror and all of that BS. But I'm going to tell you, I don't now. Looking back at it, I'm seeing it for what it, for, for what it really is, for what it was. And a lot of the stuff that a lot of the people were saying that I was just poo-pooing uh, was true. And I, I don't have a problem admitting that. I was wrong. From, from, what, from the position that I'm at now, from the way I'm viewing it now, I was wrong. I wasn't wrong to be patriotic. Don't get me wrong. I was wrong to believe in the lies that my government was telling. 
I was wrong to believe that. And see, there's, there's an old saying that I didn't buy at the time. The old saying was when, when you're at war, you're fighting for the guy to your right and to, you know, for the guy to your left, but it's not about what your country and, and all of that kind of stuff. And that's true. That is true. But you're not fighting for your government. Okay. When you're in the military, you're not fighting for your government. You're fighting for the citizens of your country. You're fighting for, if, if you're an American soldier, Marine, sailor, airman, you're fighting for, you should be fighting for, we the people. Because we the people are the rulers of this country. But for the very longest time, and as as far as I can tell, I, I mean, I can I can pretty much trace it back to around the end of World War II. It might have been going on longer, but there really has been a, basically a uniparty that has been playing both sides against each side against the other, and and making a, a hell of a lot of money off of it. And maybe, maybe that was it. Maybe World War II showed the ruling elite, showed FDR, who was financially running the country into the ground until the war happened. And then once the war happened, they realized that, you know, wars make money. You can make a lot of money off a war. A lot of taxpayer money off the war and and these these big companies the leaders of these big companies realize that they can make a lot of money off of the government making a lot of money off of the taxpayers and this is just recently over the past couple of years started to 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 come to me and and I've started to realize this and so they've and and they've been controlling public opinion via the broadcast news and then the internet came along and the broadcast news and the major major news at that time you know we had 24 hour news networks like fox news like cnn like msnbc and the internet, all of a sudden people started talking to each other and the government was taken out of the equation. We didn't, we didn't have the government telling us stuff. We were telling each other stuff. We were telling each other, wait a minute, that's not what's going on. This is what's happening. And this is how I see it. And, oh, well, that's how I see it too. And I thought I was the only one. Well, you're not. And then, well, then you find out that you're not the only one. And then there's a whole lot of people who feel that way. And pretty soon, holy crap, people are able to discuss the truth freely. As the, uh, as the founders of the country intended, using the First Amendment. And now, now we've got the government trying to crack down on the First Amendment. Because they, they realize that they've lost their audience. We're not watching the broadcast news anymore. We're not watching the even the sitcoms and stuff like that. Even the entertainment, the movies. They were using these movies. They have been using these movies to manipulate us. And I can't believe that I didn't see it before. I don't know. I didn't want to know it. I didn't want to believe it. Now I don't have a choice. I mean, it's 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 blatantly obvious. Uh, today's conspiracy theory is tomorrow's truth, and we're we're still seeing this played out in pop culture. We're seeing Disney getting uh, destroyed. Basically, Disney is destroying itself. They they are refusing to uh, be anything but a, a full-on 
propagandist uh, organization. Disney is is no longer what it used to be. You can't let your kids watch. You can't sit your kids down in front of Disney Plus and let them watch a Disney movie or a Disney show anymore because there is there's so much filth in it. It's 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 pure. It's pure filth. It's disgusting. A lot of the stuff that they've got going on now. They are full on, and they've admitted this. They have admitted this. They as there was, there was an investor call just recently in which Bob Iger flat out admitted that they are going to continue inserting propaganda from the Pride community into their their stuff into their um, product so that in order to manipulate our children, in order to propagandize, in order to indoctrinate our children into the pride lifestyle. That's the, he flat out admitted it. And of course, Disney is, is financially collapsing because people are waking up to the fact that that's what they're doing. That they are targeting their... Hell, you you remember a a few years ago you had the San Francisco men's gay gay men's choir saying that they were going to target our children, saying that they were going to do it subtly so that we wouldn't know. They they, they were saying the truth out loud. In this case, they were bloody well singing it right out loud, telling us what they were going to do. And that very group is going to be featured in Disney World at Disney World or for for the 100th anniversary or whatever this is part of their flying middle finger to the people of Florida who you know passed the parental rights and education act and so you know Disney uh has lost massively because of that situation, because they decided they were going to stick their nose into that situation, which was none of their business in the first place. And so Disney's like, well, we're going to hold this, you know, big gay Disney weekend or, or whatever festival. And, and that gay men's chorus from San Francisco is going to be there. They're not hiding it. They're not, they're not even hiding it anymore. And because of that, people aren't watching their movies. And Disney has not had a profitable movie in over two years now. They have not had a single movie, not one single movie, that has made a profit in over two years. In the last two years, if I remember correctly, it might be more. But in the last two years, I believe... It was $24 billion, with a B, dollars of market cap that they lost in two years. I think it might have been more. But I'm pretty sure it was $24 billion, billion dollars of market capitalization that they lost in two years. And their investors are understandably pissed off about this and and they made that they made it known in this last investor call they the, there were like five or six questions uh, gotcha questions that they snuck in past the screeners to hit bob Iger with and bob Iger was caught flat-footed and he couldn't answer as a matter of fact the answers that he gave one of them uh has, is is apparently fixing to cause disney some very serious legal problems um and and may even bring criminal charges in in one particular case and in another case he he just flat said that they're not going to change that they're going to keep pushing this propaganda so you have that and then you have finally some network some uh uh movie houses that are starting to get the idea that pushing the cult of wokeness, pushing what Ephesians refers to as this present darkness, pushing uh, Satan's world system, 
isn't profitable. It doesn't make money. The only way that it can make money is if it is paid for involuntarily, i.e. if the government takes taxpayer money and puts it into the productions to produce it. Because in a free market system, wokeness has been soundly rejected. You have movies now coming out that are making money. Movies that are blatantly patriotic. And by patriotic, I'm not, I'm not talking about um, patriotic as in supporting the government of the United States, the, the federal government of the United States. I'm talking about being patriotic about what the United States really stands for. What was founded in the Constitution, the people of the United States, we the people of the United States. Movies like Top Gun Maverick, which has done amazingly well, fantastically well. And then you've got a movie that has, I I guess it got released, it's getting released today or got released yesterday or I'm not sure. Um, the, uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. Now, we're talking apples and oranges here, as far as, you know, Top Gun Maverick, Super Mario Brothers movie. Totally, totally apples and oranges. The, the point that I'm making is that Top Gun Maverick gave the market what it wanted. It gave the consumers what they wanted. And guess what? It made money. Lots and lots of money. And you've got Super Mario Brothers now. And this is, this is a different type of film, obviously. This is a children's film. But let's, let's compare Super Mario Brothers to, say, uh, Lightyear. Or even better, uh, what was that? Strange World that Disney put out. Disney Disney has killed off everything that they used to have, including Pixar and their animation studios, which they have recently apparently merged together because, well, they were basically doing the same thing anyway. But because both of those are consumed with wokeness, like a cancer that has metastasized. They're completely consumed with wokeness. Lightyear failed. Did not make a cent. Lost money. And then you had Strange World, which really lost money. Nobody went to see this film. And and that, because that was like, that was uber wokeness. That was right in your face, uber wokeness. And it bombed. And now you have another studio coming in because they smell blood in the water. When it comes to Disney, Disney used to be the name and everybody else would have to play second fiddle. But you had the Minions movie that came out that made money, did really well. And now you've got Super Mario Brothers that comes out and is doing really well. And if you go to IMDb, if you go to Rotten Tomatoes to look up uh, ratings on these things, it's it's clear that the woke, uh, uh, what are the critics? It's clear that the woke critics, they're, they're not, they're, you know, they're part of the whole machine. So what they do is a movie, uh, studio will come out with propaganda and the critics for IMDb, for New York Times, for Rotten Tomatoes, for whatever will come out and they'll shill the movie. That's all they do. They will talk about 
how good a piece of propaganda it is. So they're, they're propaganda critics. And if the movie isn't woke enough, they will talk about how the movie isn't woke enough. And then if the movie isn't woke at all, if the movie is, is old style and, 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 and is actually, uh, patriotic and, and, and shows a real heroic, uh, journey, a, re a heroic character arc, then they'll tear it down. So you can go to these places, IMDb and, and, um, Rotten Tomatoes, and you can see that if the movie is a good movie that you will like, the critics will rate it low. So if you, if you go see the movie and the movie is rated a 50-something or, or below from the critics, then you're probably going to like it. And, you know, props to them. At least they put uh, fan reviews in there and what the fans think to a certain extent. That's manipulated too, it turns out. But to a certain extent, you can see what the real fans think. And what's eventually going to happen is that other sites are going to pop up that are just going to have what the fans think. Just going to have what the fans think. Don't have what the, what the big critics think because nobody cares what the big critics think. Now, if you're a member of the woke cult, Sure, by all means, you know, go see those films that they talk about in the Oscars and the Golden Globes and stuff like that that nobody has ever heard of and nobody watched the Cannes Film Festival and all that crap. Nobody, you know, and if you want to watch that stuff, fine, watch that stuff, you know, TYA, baby, whatever. But these, these, uh, these critics are coming out and they're, bemoaning they're actually bemoaning the fact lamenting the fact that that these movies that are so successful are giving the fans what they want they they call it this is this they have a an, an epithet for it now called fan service oh this movie just gives fan service this is a terrible movie it's not an important movie. It doesn't cover any of the important issues. It, it, it's, it just gives fan service. As if that's a bad thing. And, and this shows you, this is proof right there, the very fact that they are talking about fan service as if it's a bad thing shows you that the intent, their intent for movies is not to entertain, but their intent for movies is to manipulate the public. That's them saying out loud, we want to manipulate you. We are propagandists. And if we do not approve of the message, we're going to let you know. So when they say it gives fan service, that's what they're saying. This is not propaganda. This does not fit the approved messaging, the approved woke messaging, the approved world system, the Babylonian world system. That's what they're saying. It's, it's like they don't really know what movies are for. And they say one of the things that they will say inevitably and and the producers of these woke movies say frequently is that we want to entertain, but we want to make sure that the movies are showing uh, the world as it is. Mother, I live in the world as it is, okay? I see the world as it is every day. The reason that I want to go to a movie is for escapism. I want to be entertained. I want to have fun. Okay? And and another thing, too. It's not the way the world is. 
these movies that they're putting out, these TV shows that they're putting out, it, that's not the way that the world is either. Uh, we want to show the world as it truly is. No, you don't. You want to show the world the way you want it to be. There's a difference. All right. You ask people, just a, a just some random Joe off the street, just some schmo who goes to work, comes home, doesn't really get into politics, doesn't pay attention to this stuff, public education, that kind of thing. You ask them what percentage of the population is homosexual, and they will give you an answer to the tune of about 20%. That's what they'll say. Do you know what the real number is, ladies and gentlemen? The real number is 3.5%. 3.5% of the population. But you wouldn't know that watching TV, watching movies. Because every other character is homosexual or bisexual. And then they just recently introduce all of these, just all of these made up genders that just came out of nowhere. I mean, just one day, all of a sudden, there are 187 genders. You know, there is one day we got male and female. Very next day, 187 genders. All over the place. How, how come for 6,000 years of human history, there's only been two genders, and then one day later, there's 80, 187? Well, it's obvious because you motherfuckers are crazy. The crazy people are now pushing. They're, they're, they've got the megaphone. If you were to ask that same Joe Schmo what percentage of the population is transgender, they would probably say upwards to about 5%, given what is being shown on TV and in movies. You know what the real number is, folks? The real number is three hundredths of a percent. Okay? That's a lot less than 5%. And while we're on the subject of, of this propaganda that they're pushing... Is propaganda that the pride community, the pride movement, I'm not even calling pride community because I, I know a lot of gay people. I have a lot of gay friends. Okay? Lots. And I love every one of them to death. They're some of the sweetest, nicest people I ever met in my life. So I'm not trashing them. And they would agree with me on a lot of this stuff. They do agree with me on a lot of this stuff. That this does not need to be peddled to children. And that's what these that's what the pride movement is about. It's just like, you know, with the same thing with BLM. BLM has nothing to do with black people. Zero to do with black people, folks. Go online and look up BLM arrest mugshots. See what see what you see. They're all white people. BLM has nothing to do with black people. Nothing. It is a Marxist movement. They gave themselves a name. They created a cause out of whole cloth. They manufactured a crisis in order to create an organization that could extort millions of dollars out of taxpayers. And the same thing with the pride community. All it is, all the only reason this exists is to push an agenda. And the agenda is to tear down Western civilization. More, most specifically, is to tear down Christian civilization. And that's what the pride movement is about. That's why all of a sudden, one day there were 187 different genders. 
Just, there it is. Out of nowhere. We just decided. You know, 6,000 years of being two genders, and then we just decided there's 187. And then we decided, well, you know what? We're going to push the transsexual agenda. We are going to twist God's creation 180 degrees. And we're going to make you pay for it. And so this pride community, this pride agenda is being pushed, despite the fact that I dare say the vast majority of people involved in pushing the agenda aren't members of that community, aren't real members of that community. And the reason that they're targeting children is because they're recruiting. Because they know that that community is dissipating. And the reason the community is dissipating is the same reason that liberals are dissipating. Slightly the same reason. They're not reproducing. You see, when liberals get pregnant, they abort the baby. They murder the child. And so they aren't reproducing. You know the people who are reproducing? Religious people. Christians are reproducing. Muslims are reproducing. Catholics are really reproducing. You know who's not reproducing? Liberals. Transsexuals. Homosexuals. So how are they going to reproduce? Well, they got to steal just 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 like everything else for liberals. The only way that they can advance is if they steal. They want to advance their their agenda. They want to make money. They steal the money because they don't produce anything. Wokeness, the world system, Satan's world system cannot produce. It cannot create. It has to steal. It is founded on envy. It is founded on greed. It is founded on theft. And in the end, it is always founded on mass murder. And now they, they, they want to steal our kids. They want to proselytize their satanic religion to children. And they're seeing their message is starting to be rejected. It is being challenged. It is being challenged by the free speech on the internet. It is being challenged by real, good entertainment. By movies that push a positive, virtuous message. Because that's what people want. There was actually uh, this, this same kind of thing happened in the 70s during the 70s there was this 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 is where moral relativism really took off in the united states was in the 70s no such thing as a good guy or a bad guy it was just your point of view and movies were absolutely miserable during the 70s cuz you didn't have any real good guys and ironically the movie that really brought people out of that funk that moral relativistic funk was was Star Wars, A New Hope. And when that movie came out, people loved it. You had good guys who were good. You had bad guys who were bad. And the good guys defeated the bad guys. That's the world as it really is. There is real good. There is real evil. There is real truth. There is objective truth. There is objective good. And there is objective evil. 
there are objective virtues and there are objective vices. So we went from moral relativism, in which is, well, good and evil is just the way you look at it. And from your, from your position, where you are in life, where you are economically, it depends on what's good and evil. You decide what's good and evil because it's just based on where you are. To now, Satan has advanced that message further to evil is good and good is evil. And the Bible covers that too. Isaiah 5.20 this is one of my favorites. Isaiah 5. If you haven't read it, you need to read it because Isaiah 5 talks about what's going on now in the United States. These were prophecies that were brought against Israel. And they're relevant today. Woe to those who call evil good. And good, evil. And that's where we're at. Who put darkness for light and light for darkness. Who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and shrewd in their own sight. And again, there's a lot of other stuff in Isaiah 5 that I just absolutely love. But that's where we're at right now. Like I said, in the 70s, 60s and 70s, brought in moral relativism. There's no such thing as good and evil. It's just how you look at it. And now we're at the point where evil is good and good is evil. That's the message that they are trying to push. Uh, that's not the message they're trying to push. That's the message they are pushing. And they're pushing it on our children. They are targeting our children and... They are starting to lose, because that's another thing about the satanic world system, the, the, the system of wokeness, this present darkness, is it will always lose. It has already lost. All this is, is a campaign of Satan trying to take as many of us with him as he can. Satan lost the day that Christ rose on the third day, which we're coming up on. The commemoration of which we are going to be celebrating on Sunday. Christ rose, and when he rose, Satan lost. Satan lost dominion over the earth. Satan lost the right to travel between earth and heaven and speak directly to God. See, we, Adam and Eve, the human race, handed over the deed to the earth when we obeyed Satan, when we obeyed Satan, when we disobeyed God, we obeyed Satan. When we obeyed Satan, we became his slaves and became subject to death. When we became his slaves, we handed over the deed to the earth which God had given us to him. And Satan ran the earth. Now, he couldn't really own the deed. He couldn't open the deed. He could not seal the deal, as it were. Because he wasn't worthy, because he wasn't human. But Christ was human. Christ is human. And when Christ was murdered, Satan thought he won. The only thing was... Death could not hold him because he had never sinned. And so he rose again. Death gave him up. 
And when he rose again, Satan lost. And Jesus ascended into heaven. And this part is talked about in Revelation, where the scroll that nobody could open was handed to Christ. And Christ opened it. That's the deed to the earth. And Satan, this is also talked about in Revelation, is kicked out of heaven and down to the earth. So the battle's over. The war is over. All they're trying to do now is destroy as many human lives and souls as they can. And they do it pushing this woke garbage on our kids' That's why if you're a parent out there, it is your job to defend your kids against this crap. If you're a parent out there and you are taking your children to watch these drag queen performances where these drag queens are giving children lap dances, where 13-year-old boys are dancing in drag shows. If you're allowing a 13-year-old boy, if you're allowing your child to dance in drag shows, to witness drag shows, you're wrong. You're, you're just handing them over to Satan. Oh, well, I'll just let them decide because, this, you know, it's their life and stuff. They're too damned young. What they're looking to you for is guidance. It is your job as a parent to guide them as far as what is right and what is wrong, allowing them to watch woke garbage entertainment that is pushing a not-so-secret gay agenda, as one Disney executive put it. Then you are wrong. You are handing those children over to hell. You are handing your children over to hell. That's on you. And you will pay for that price. And those people who are doing the dancing in front of children, who are pushing this agenda to children... You are going to pay for each and every single child. Each and every single person that you have led astray, you're going to pay for that. You're going to pay for that. The bill will come due. And because nobody else has paid for your sins you're going to have to pay for them. I should say because you haven't accepted the payment, you're going to have to pay for them. That's the flat-out truth. There is none of the, oh, well, I just let my kids, you know, figure it out for themselves. No, you dumbass. You're a leader as a parent. You are a leader. Lead. That's your job. You Christian parents out there, be wary. Keep your eyes open. Again, the Bible talks about Satan prowling around like a lion, seeing whom he might devour. Make sure it ain't your kids. Make sure it ain't your kids. Kids learn by example. Show them a good example. Don't let them get into this kind of stuff. You know, eventually, yeah, when they get to be a certain age, you, you give them a little bit more line. Because they're going to have to learn some stuff the hard way but not when they're children. 
Not when they're in elementary school. Not when they're in junior high. Hell, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, when, when they get to high school, yeah, okay, maybe a little bit. Give them a little slack. Because, again, that's when they're really going to start to, you know, buck the leash. And they're going to have to learn the hard way. But not when they're not when they're in elementary school, not when they're babies, not when they're toddlers. You do not expose them to this stuff. Let me ask you this. Do you take your kids out? Those of you who are who are pro, you know, let's let's take our kids and let them decide for themselves. So we're going to take them to a drag show. Do you take your kids down to Skid Row and show them people shooting up heroin? Do you do that? Oh, no, that's not the same. The fuck it's not. That is the same thing. Satan's job is to lead people away from God. And he has... He is the Baskin Robbins of this. He's been doing it since humanity existed. He's got 31 different flavors of ways to lead people away from God. All he has to do is find that one thing that you will take into your life and replace God with it. Some people it's booze, some people it's drugs, some people it's money, some people it's sex. And there are any number. There's a whole rainbow, a whole spectrum of different flavors within each one of those. If homosexuality won't get you, but your kick is sex, then they'll find a flavor within the sex category to pull you away. If you don't like whiskey, they'll give you gin. If you don't like heroin, they'll give you crack. All of this is to lead people astray. All of this is to lead you to, to get you to put anything to create an idol in your life, to get you to put anything in place of God into your life. To take your focus off of Christ. That's what Satan does. So if you're taking your kid and exposing them to behavior like transsexuality, and saying, well, we're doing this so that, you know, they understand that they're people too and that this is actually, it's not normal. This is normal. No, it's not. It's not normal. You know, you know what the definition of normal is? Normal is the stuff that most of the people are doing. Two genders, male and female, having a family, that's normal. Transsexuality is not normal. The behavior of three-tenths of a percent or three-hundredths of a percent of the population is not normal. Men dressing as women is not normal. Men are supposed to be men. We have a purpose. We have a job. Women are supposed to be women. They have a purpose. They have a job. We are supposed to be who God created us to be. That's our purpose. We have a purpose. And the way you find your purpose is to ask the one who made you. It's that easy. Instead, people are going around, oh, I think I'm going to take my kid to see your drag show, and then I'm going to walk him down to Skid Row and show him people shooting up with heroin. I'll show him how to buy black tar heroin. Look, Junior, that guy's a dealer. This is a dime bag. It's the same fucking thing. Thankfully, God knew that that's the way we are.
And he sent somebody to rescue us. And that somebody did rescue us. And that somebody did win. And you can be on the winning side. And the greatest part of being on the winning side, folks, is that you don't have to work at it. It requires absolutely zero of you. Nothing. Okay, if you hear somebody preaching, oh, you have to do this and you have to do that to be saved. No. That's not how it works. That's just another one of those 31 flavors, actually, is what that is. Legalism. Salvation through works, that's just another one of the 31 flavors. All you, have to, all you have to do is accept the fact that you are not perfect. That you are a sinner. And being imperfect separates you from that which is perfect. By definition. But that you can be with God, with that which is perfect, because he paid the penalty for your imperfection. And because he paid the penalty for your imperfection, you get to be with him forever. You know what the where we're living now, just a tiny little, tiny little bit of time, seventy, eighty years if you're lucky, ninety, and then there's the rest of eternity. Where are you going to spend it? Everybody's going to live forever, folks. The question is where. It's just a question of disposition. That's up to you. That's up to you. A lot of people they they try to convince themselves, oh well, you know, that doesn't really exist, you know. There's there's no afterlife. There's no there's that doesn't exist and, and again, this part of the thirty one flavors. They make up these ridiculous concepts of how things came into being and where things are going and all that kind of stuff. And I will debate those I, I can debate any of those positions. I can debate, I've done it for decades and decades now, I've debated people on, on these concepts of evolution, the Big Bang, um, uh, again, moral relativism. Uh, I can come at it from a philosophical standpoint, a scientific standpoint, uh, 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 an artistic standpoint, for crying out loud. I've been doing this for a long time. I'm telling you, folks, I'm telling you, there is a God, there is good, there is Satan, and Satan wants you dead. A lot of people are like, oh, I prefer heaven for climate, but hell for company. Well, guess what, Jack? <sighs> you ain't got company. Satan doesn't want you to have fun. Satan wants you dead. I know. I've been there. I've had the fun. And it damn near killed me, and that is not in any way an exaggeration. I was that close to being dead. I don't want to see that happen to anybody. A lot of my friends out there who are listening to this know exactly what I'm talking about. They know how I used to be. I was almost dead. That, that road that I was following, that road that I was headed down, almost killed me. Damn near. And then one day, and I will remember this day... Till the day that I die, I woke up and I felt Jesus standing over me, looking down on me, saying, okay, can we try it my way now? We've been doing it your way for a long time. 
and here you are. Can we do it my way now? And I was just like, yes, whatever you say, whatever you want, absolutely. And I just, I surrendered. And I have never been happier. I've never been happier. Life is still tough. Hard things happen. Bad stuff happens all the damn time. That's part of being in a broken world. But I know where I'm going. I know I am on the winning side. I know we have already won. But I also know that there is some SOB out there who's going around trying to lead people astray, trying to kill people, and I have decided he didn't kill me, he ain't going to get you either. That's one of the reasons that I made this podcast in the first place. And so that I could explain the stuff that's happening in our world as it is and 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 show you how it fits into what the bible is talking about so all of the all of the pop culture all the politics and stuff like that i'm talking about that and i'm showing you how this is good this is evil how this all fits together excuse me how it's hard to talk for an extended period of time with a hiatal hernia <sighs> That's why I got this podcast. Folks, I, I can't stress this enough. I cannot stress this enough. If you have not been saved, you are in so much danger. You have no idea how dangerous this situation is. And if you're putting your kids into the same kind of danger, oh, just don't do it. Just stop. Just stop. Be a leader. Lead your kids in the right direction. Do the right things. Let your kids see you walk a virtuous life, and they will walk a virtuous life too. Don't expose them to that garbage. Those, that's not, that's not happiness. Ah, Lord Jesus, I pray for those people out here who are hearing this or watching this or whatever. May your word reach their hearts. In the name of the blood of Jesus Christ, I pray this. Amen. Thank you, folks, for listening. And thank you for watching. If you are watching this, then you are watching on either odyssey.com, that's O-D-Y-S-E-E.com, or bitshoot.com, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E.com, and then there is rumble.com. Uh, it's also going to be on my locals page. If you are listening to this, then you are listening to this on the Doc Bryant Show podcast, which can be Listen to anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. I like Stitcher. Spotify is nice, too. Those are probably my two favorites. But I'm also on Amazon, Google, and uh, Audible. I am not on Apple because I will not fill out their paperwork. I love you guys. I love you all. I love my listeners, but I don't love you enough to fill out the paperwork on Apple. Sorry. Uh other than that, there are many ways to listen to my broadcast. But again, thank you for listening. And God bless. I'll talk to you all later.